Welcome back to Market on Close. Let's continue to talk about how to hide out from the worst of the storm right now. Equities trying to find some buyers off the lows, but it's been a rough day. Ben Slavin joins us from BNY Mellon, global head of ETFs and asset servicing. Ben, welcome back to the show. Where's the money going right now? Tell us what your clients are buying and if any of it's working. Well, today there's nowhere to hide seemingly, um, but we've seen ETFs continue to attract investor interest um, really as a, you know, a place to go in these kind of markets, especially when you're looking for uh, liquidity or ways to play this market tactically. And we've seen almost 400 billion come into the industry this year. Um, and what's interesting about that is we've seen a record amount go into treasuries. So about 90 billion of that has gone into treasuries, but also about 57, 58 billion year to date has gone into actively managed ETFs, which are seeing you know its fastest growth really since they've been around. And that would set a record this year, also a record for treasury ETFs. Again, those looking for uh, just some safe harbor and some safety um, as they try to make sense of what's going on in these markets. Okay, so uh, right now the money still needs to get put to work somewhere. Some of that trying to buy fixed income dips, but are they buying just the long-term bond ETFs or we have to get a little bit more nuanced here? The buying inflation hedge stuff, like what's gonna come away from 2022 wearing the crown? Well, we are seeing, again, um, some interest in fixed income ETFs, of course, but again, it's been ultra short duration, um, tending to be, again, as I mentioned on the treasuries, um, again, shorter duration. It, this is a market where, you know, in fixed income, again, not a place to hide. So you have this rare, I think, unprecedented situation where the queues um, are down uh, effectively around 30%, which is very close to the, the same uh, drawdown we've seen in TLT, which is the long bond. So really, it's it's a tricky market. I think we are starting to see investors look to play the dollar. And certainly the dollar strength is rippling across the ETF market. And you do see products like UUP, which is the Invesco dollar bullish ETF, start to attract some attention and some trading volume uh, above historical averages um, when you see, obviously, that product being tracked to the dollar index up more than 18% this year is just one of those tools to play uh, this market. Also, currency hedged ETFs, another uh, place that you know investors may look to potentially play the dollar but again, investor interest there has been more muted. Um, while the relative performance has been strong, very uh, you know tough to get excited about uh, some of those markets in Europe, uh, given uh, current situation on the ground. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's amazing that uh, that simple dollar trade has really been uh, as effective, if not more, than just about every fancy uh, hedging or inflation uh, protection strategy. In terms of uh, some of the uh, more a kind of stable ways to approach this defined outcome ETF, something I heard a lot about the last couple of years. Are they living up to those expectations of the outcomes reach the definitions they promised? Yes, largely um, they have and the investors have followed. So this category is about $17 billion and growing. About seven and a half billion has come in this year. We have about 70 products. so more and more flavors from different issuers are coming to market. And really, it's another category of ETFs where we've seen innovation. 
that offer a tool to play this market. And typically, again, hard to paint with a broad brush, all of those 70 products uh, and those that are that those that will follow. But many of these products give investors some kind of upside um, potential capture, like the S&P 500 as an underlying benchmark with some kind of downside protection. Um, and they are issued typically in series. So you get better point to point tracking depending on the month you invest and issuers like First Trust, you know, have large suites of products that are tied to these types of themes and giving investors more choice, maybe a way to, again, play the dip, but do so with a more uh, conservative type of approach. Okay. And uh, Ben, so the money uh, continues to come in to the treasury ETFs, uh, a record as, um, you know, you mentioned the active ETFs, mutual funds, bleeding money. I thought this was supposed to be the stock pickers market. Is it just the wrapper that's the problem where they'd rather have a stock picker who's picking it through to an ETF or how does that work? Yeah, I think the big picture is the wrapper. So there's been about a $1 trillion swing just this year with money coming into ETFs and out of mutual funds. So that mutual fund um, number is now north of a half a trillion dollars of outflow. So clearly that's a preference on the wrapper. I think we are seeing again, some uh, acceleration in investors looking at actively managed ETFs or at least active management inside the ETF wrapper uh, as a place to go and more choice is in the market. It's still early days. The asset numbers are small, but the growth trajectory is actually higher um, and continues to accelerate. And I do think um, it'll be interesting to see if investors continue down that path. But I can tell you that a lot of ETF issuers and asset managers are going to continue to chase uh, that money again as they um, you know, change out of mutual funds into ETFs and, and try to position their products accordingly. Okay. Uh, ben, always uh, an interesting look at the market, helpful for us to figure out uh, uh, where the decisions are being made, what types of uh, tools are working. Appreciate your insight as always. Thanks. Absolutely. Ben Slavin, Global Head of ETFs and Asset Servicing at BNY Mellon.